Hey guys, if you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that helps you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money out of your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Everywhere I go as a health professional, I've been hearing and reading all sorts of things about the coronavirus. A lot of events have been happening, especially within the health sector. And the world right now focuses on the health professionals, hoping that through the professional skills and knowledge, we will be able to overcome this global pandemic. The figures and facts might be scary, but it isn't that clear. I'm here with my colleagues in a two-part series to give you some facts as a pharmacist as we face this global pandemic. I'm your host, Phoenix, and this is 30 Minutes with Phoenix. Never say never. For today's episode, let's just take a step back and get our facts straight to our listeners. First off, what is coronavirus and why is it called that? What are the symptoms? Who are most likely to be at risk and why? How does this virus spread? So coronavirus, firstly it's a virus. So what's a virus? A virus is really like just a hole around genetic material and then a few proteins. It's arguably not even a living thing and it can only make more of itself by entering a living cell, okay? According to WHO, or as we all know, COVID-19. COVID-19 is coronavirus disease, which was discovered in the year 2019. So according to WHO, which is World Health Organization, it is an infectious disease caused by a newly discovered coronavirus. And then, yeah, the history was found in Wuhan, China, yes, December 2019. Um, The symptoms. We we might be you know familiar with a few, but yeah, I'll still name them here. So the most common symptoms of COVID nineteen or coronavirus are fever, tiredness, um, dry cough, and other ones might um, other symptoms you might experience or they or people who are infected may experience are body aches and pains, runny nose or blocked nose, sore throat, and then the symptoms that are not so common loss of taste or smell, pain in the testicles for men or in men, you also have diarrhea, then um, severe symptoms, you would have difficulty in breathing, that's why when it becomes so severe, um, a patient may have to be connected to a ventilator or may need oxygen and all that. And of course, if it remains untreated, some people might be asymptomatic, so if it becomes untreated, it can lead to death. Okay. Who are those most likely to come down with this COVID-19? Older patients with underlying medical comorbidities like diabetes, hypertension, cancer are prone to this disease. That's because their body is already fighting some sort of disease and viruses are resilient. So those comorbidities are already suppressed the immune system in some form so viruses find will find it easy to thrive and um, 
bring about this disease in such persons also people who are asthmatic their respiratory system is already undergoing some sort of stress so they are prone to coming down with this disease but this doesn't rule out that um, persons who have no comorbidity are free from this disease no persons who don't have any form of disease prior to now can still come down with um, COVID-19 and also young persons there are reports of young persons having this disease reports of old people having this disease so it cuts across board but persons who are who have already existing diseases are more prone to coming down with this virus the mortality rate for COVID-19 is very low that means people eventually recover from it if given the appropriate care the transmission of SARS-CoV-2 that's the virus that causes COVID-19 can be through different mechanisms now um, through respiratory droplets which can be found when someone coughs or when someone sneezes and if you are in close contact with an infected person the droplets can tend to land in your mouth it could land in your nose your ear and those are um, the avenues through which it can get into the body and also these droplets can land on surfaces for example um, on the chair surface of the table or the floor or maybe the person coughed into the hand and used the hand to hold the handle of the door whatever surface it can land there and someone else can pick it up when his or her hand touches that contaminated surface then he places the hand on maybe the mouth the ear the nose and the person becomes infected now as of today there's also a speculation that this um, virus can be aerosolized that means when it's when it gets into the air it can be suspended for a while and persons can become infected by inhaling this virus it's important that we know that this virus has an incubation period of 2 to 14 days that's the number of days before one starts showing the symptoms so one would have been infected and those number of days had passed before one starts showing the symptoms although the mean duration during the mean days like the fifth day but between day 2 and day 14 these symptoms can start to show Okay, let me just state here clearly that I sometimes might be an optimist, but most times I'm a realist. I'm a guy that mostly counts on data, figures, and statistics. I believe so much in science. Personally, I'm not going to tell anyone out there to be afraid, but I will tell you what's really going on out there. There is a virus out there that is spreading globally. It is a virus that in the middle of December, it has never been diagnosed on a human being before. So it's quite new and we need to be prepared. 80% of us are not going to be aware if we have this virus. So here in Nigeria, community pharmacies is usually the first port of call when an individual has a slight symptom of even flu or malaria which we are aware of has similar symptoms to the COVID-19. So for you as a pharmacist how serious is this pandemic and how afraid should we be? We've got a very serious matter on our plates. This pandemic is serious 
and I'm certain that some persons see it otherwise. Some believe it's a disease for persons who are in high ranking positions. Some say they won't believe until someone falls down in front of them and dies. And unfortunately, we might not see such because some persons can be infected but they don't show the symptoms and they are busy spreading the disease. As a professional, this is a serious pandemic that everyone should treat as such. And as regards the issue of fear, you know, most times the pandemic will not even kill. But the panic that comes with the situation is what um, will bring about death and other fatalities. You know, recently in Spain, five pharmacies was reported to have lost their life because of this pandemic. Although from the reports that I read, it wasn't really stated if they contracted the virus. However, the figures coming in from the United States of America about the number of healthcare professionals reported to have been infected and died is indeed alarming. And here in Nigeria, just recently, some healthcare professionals were exposed to a positive patient due to the dishonesty of the family when giving the patient history. You know, this healthcare professional would need to be quarantined. Now, this would inevitably put a lot more weight to the entire healthcare system, further slow the fight against the spread of the virus. So as a pharmacist working either in a hospital or a community pharmacy, how has the pandemic affected your practice and what measures have been put in place to make sure that you are adequately protected? Well, I am currently I'm an intern pharmacist and well, I won't even lie, like people have been staying away from the hospital, like we've been having less workload presently. I'm an intern pharmacist in a hospital, so an intern hospital pharmacist. Yes, so people have been staying away from the hospital, okay, except there is a crucial need to be at the hospital or to be there in the hospital, okay, maybe um, things get out of hand and you need to be admitted and all that and then even on that note, you have to call the hospital and let them know that you are coming. Well, uh, measures taken um, into consideration, face masks are available, even though um, we run short of um face marks during the holiday and yeah um during the holiday that was easter friday good friday and then easter monday okay then um hand sanitizers are available because like in the hospital we have a compounding unit which make um which make um hand sanitizers readily available so even when we run out of hand sanitizers we can quickly just write a letter gets approved or gets signed or gets stamped and then we go to the compounding unit for hand sanitizers. Then we make sure that we attend to one patient at a time, make sure that um, like the place is not crowded, make sure that one patient gets attended to at a time. Latex gloves like are readily available, readily, readily available, like all the time we have gloves. Yes, and even when other healthcare professionals are coming to get drugs, from us or anything, we make sure like um, we are not directly touching because like other healthcare professionals also have gloves on. Make sure we are not directly touching their hand gloves too, okay? Or even if at some point, because we humans we make mistakes, even if at some point our uh, um, gloves come in contact, let's say I am handing over a drug to this 
doctor or to this nurse and then my hand glove comes in contact with his or her glove latex glove yeah i take it off immediately after that and then i fetch new set i fetch a new pair of hand gloves okay and making sure that the pharmacy isn't crowded because i mean nobody knows what anybody is carrying <laughs> yes so you just have to keep yourself protected i mean we are all trying to be heroes but then we have to we being at the war front we also have to be have our shield or have our armors too so yeah i hope that makes sense sure it does make sense you know it's really hard to tell how long this pandemic and the lockdown will last now due to this there'll be lots of news and questions coming up about this coronavirus well as a pharmacist i do get lots of questions too from my clients and one of those questions or impressions i do get from my clients is that this virus is airborne that's why you see a lot of people wearing masks however this theory was debunked by the who citing that although the virus can be transferred from one person to another only when they are in close contact as the virus requires a medium you know such as body fluid sputum sweat that's why right now we are advocating the need of social distancing uh six feet apart approximately two meters for you what are the most frequently asked questions you've encountered from your clients or patients and how did you tackle such questions patients will get the bottle of a sanitizer and then they'll see on the label kills 99.9 percent bacteria or germs as you as the case may be and they'll be like i thought this this is caused by a virus why are you using what can kill bacteria instead so i'll just let them know that research has shown that alcohol-based hand sanitizer can efficiently inactivate envelope virus and SARS-CoV-2 the virus that causes COVID-19 is enveloped so by using sanitizer it offers some level of protection but that doesn't mean that you should use sanitizer all through we are even being in, uh, i encourage them to wash their hands more often in the day but where you can't wash your hands use your hand sanitizer but washing your hands and sanitizers doing both at the same time offers a better edge in preventing this disease so um as a pharmacist frequent question asked <laughs> well a lot of questions are being asked but um, i'll just try as much as possible to let you know a few and yeah um how long is this going to last i mean everybody's worried like you know staying at home isn't that fun <laughs> i mean like i know at some point in our lives we look forward to leave we look forward to vacations but this isn't fun because you know you are just stuck in a place you can't even travel you can't you are just stuck to your phone sedentary lifestyle if you ask me and then eating a lot putting on a lot of weight so people are actually concerned when is this going to last nobody knows but you staying at home okay you staying at home would you know cope this pandemic and maybe a month or two or even three depending on how careful we are or how how we are able to manage this pandemic with you staying at home okay so people also ask <laughs> compared to ebola and lassa fever do you think covid19 is deadlier 
Hmm. Uh, well, I don't think so. I could say it is more contagious and therefore proper preventive measures and controls must be put in place at all levels in the community to mitigate its wildfire spread. Yes. Do I think chloroquine can be used in the treatment of COVID-19? As I mean, people are asking, they've been hearing about um, chloroquine, even wanted to even buy and stock in their houses just in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> Well, COVID-19 is an emergent disease and the treatment protocols are still under investigation or they are still under, still being investigated. So only those scientists, medical professionals and countries who have had experiences in managing patients with the virus can answer that question correctly. Yes, so it's still under investigation. So yeah, that's all we know for now. As the case of coronavirus continues to climb, so do large claims, conspiracy theories and misinformation about the disease also climbs too. It's so bad that the World Health Organization has coined a term for it, it's called infodemic. Recently in Nigeria, chloroquine phosphate toxicity was reported where they got a misinformation that the drug helps to prevent people from getting the disease as well as is a cure to the disease. Now, now, what are some of the most inaccurate information you've encountered as a pharmacist while practicing and how did you clear that out? Alright, so I'll share three of the inadequate information that I've encountered so far. The first one is, um, I actually met someone who said this virus can't survive in very hot conditions. So, peradventure, I exposed myself to very high temperatures then if at all i have the virus the virus is going to die that's very very wrong we are in the tropics and we know how hot these tropics are the tropical region are so hot and if the virus is in the tropics now how will you say it can't thrive in uh, in very hot areas what i advised that patient at that time please and please don't expose yourself to temperatures that can affect your health it's better you just follow the precautionary measures and keep yourself safe this virus every day we we get to learn new things about it no, nobody knows everything yet about this virus every day we get to learn new things so saying that the virus can't survive in hot conditions is very wrong and so there's no need to expose yourself to damaging temperatures believing that it's going to kill the virus if you have it inside you also i met two patients they came in to okay one phoned me that should help get chloroquine and i was like why do you want to use it he said i've been told it's going to uh help prevent me from getting uh covid19 and another one to that same day said she wanted to get because her mom told her she should get it and take it and i just sat her down i told her do you have a hand sanitizer she said yes i had to educate her how this disease spreads how to use hand sanitizer why it's important to wash your hands and why she should debunk the information that says chloroquine can be used to prevent Ask her at what dose are you going to use it? How long are you going to use it? And she had no answer to these questions. 
but I'm glad that at the end she was able to see from my own point of view too and she went in with the information I gave her. The second person, on and off, did not even have hand sanitizer but she was ready to get the green tablet. At what dose, she didn't know. All she just knew was I need to get this drug and take it. But at the end of the day, she was educated that chloroquine can help to prevent COVID-19. If you take it, you are taking it at your own risk. You are putting yourself to the numerous dangerous side effects that come with this drug. And also, persons that genuinely need this drug, you are making them not to have it because they're taking them for the wrong reasons and when they need it for the right reasons they will not be able to see this drug how that there was even this misconception that blacks are not uh, are unable or would be unable to catch the virus who told you that you are a human being you have an immune system you have a body system and then the virus can survive in a living thing and you being a living thing makes you liable or makes you prone to this disease or to this yes it's a disease COVID-19 as I said earlier coronavirus disease okay so I tried as much as possible to talk to the guy and he really appreciated me I mean yes I mean that's what we're here for we're here to keep you informed and to make sure that you have the right information at the right time because if you have those false informations it makes our work as healthcare professionals very difficult so i feel like if you have the right information you are able to inform others and then the information keeps um it keeps circulating and staying at home and all the preventive measures that you need to know you have it on your palm so you do that and we're able to overcome this pandemic soonest or sooner than we expect oh so sorry i know i did not make a proper introduction of you ladies and a whole lot of listeners will be so curious to find out who are these beautiful intelligent ladies that i've been chatting with okay can you guys just kindly do me the honor of just introducing yourself my name is pharmacist presently I work in the hospital. I'm passionate about public health and I desire that every person gets the proper information they need. Healthcare is my concern and I'm enthusiastic about it. I'm a member in different professional bodies and also non-professional bodies. I also volunteer for NGOs. The health professionals are trying their best giving their all in a time such as this to ensure that persons get the medications they need to get persons get the treatment they need to get you too can help us by playing your parts staying at home reporting suspected cases when you need to report avoiding overcrowded places and ensuring that you practice good hand hygiene so I am Onye Kaba Adobe Blessing. I am an intern hospital pharmacist at Nandi Azikiwe University Teaching Hospital, Nairi, Anambra State. Yes. Um, I own a podcast. I feel like I should put this out. I own a podcast on Anchor. Yes, 
I'm Cora and name of my podcast is just Dr. Adobe. Dr. Adobe because I own a doctor of pharmacy degree and which is my first degree and I'm hoping to you know further my education definitely yes which I will. So final thoughts and advice as we tackle this pandemic. Hmm. I mean I have a lot to say but I'll just well, since we don't have a vaccine for coronavirus, we have to socially engineer our behavior to act like a social vaccine. And what do I mean by this? I mean by not getting infected and by not infecting others. Although this sounds trivial, okay, the very best thing you can do is to wash your hands with soap. Soap is actually not expensive. You can get soap for 100 naira. Yes, or even less. Okay, so wash your hands with soap okay and the next thing is social distancing which is really not a nice experience but it's a very nice thing to do okay then if you are coughing or sneezing make sure you cover your mouth with your elbow yes and if you are really sick or if you're having trouble breathing or you have a fever kindly seek medical advice but call ahead so that the health facility knows that you are coming or the health facility gets prepared because you can't just have the virus and then you are walking into the hospital like nothing is wrong with you and infecting others okay yes and most importantly stay at home stay at home to protect those who need to be out there for society to function especially we healthcare workers okay because we actually all depend on you to not get sick okay and um, i won't even lie clinical research during an outbreak of any kind of infectious disease is a challenging one a lot is usually expected of the scientists who rigorously carry out the research and study trials the pressure to hit the jackpot is always felt by the scientists as well as the public so in the meantime everyone is advised to observe proper oral and respiratory hygiene okay so the recommended social distancing working from home and telecommunicating with friends and colleagues should be done by all to curb the spread of the virus that's my own share or that's my own version of yeah what you need to know on coronavirus as a pharmacist thank you for listening be good so guys that's it You've heard it from my colleagues here. I hope you've been enlightened. And for me, I think we need to help each other. We are dependent on each other right now. And this is a true test of our humanity. So as we continue to maintain social distancing, we are saving one another. We all have to stay apart right now to be together at the end of this. This to me is the best thing we can do for now. Okay guys, we'll be back on our next episode with the part 2 of this series as I come with another set of my colleagues as we face this global pandemic. Your feedback will be highly appreciated, so send them to 30mwpx at gmail.com And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages at 30mwpx. We're looking forward to it. So guys, thank you for listening and see you in our next episode. Stay safe. This is an initiative of PXAVR Corporation.